Hello, hello, and welcome everyone. My name is Nyla, and thank you again for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and as always, other things that you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about a new study that actually shows U.S. airplane uh, water is beyond disgusting. The podcast Green of Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, also review, and last but not least, share Green of Thoughts. And um, next thing is to be sure to contact Green of Thoughts by voice message. It's really important and the info will always be in the podcast description and every episode show notes. Or you could always send an email to greenofthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So my first and only announcement is regarding World Cleanup Day. Now it is going to be on the um, 21st of September. So it's coming up in a few days and it's always going to be on September 21st. And if you'd like to go ahead and organize um, a cleanup group or a mission or find out what's happening locally, Um, In your region, in your country, you can go on to www.worldcleanupday.org and um, you can check out also my previous podcast episode um, I talked about on the volunteer cleanup efforts and data and um, I did that podcast episode on September 8th, 2019 so you can check it out. It's episode 83 and it's entitled The Painstaking Cleanup of Plastic Food Packaging. And I will link that podcast episode in the show notes for you all. So let's proceed to the next segment, which is in other news, which is where I give you a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. The first headline is all about crows and how they're not too healthy right now. So crows love cheeseburgers and now they're getting high cholesterol. You can find out more about the story on National Geographic. Now there was a team that first went ahead and tested um, different crows. So about 140 crow nestlings um, in California in the city of Davis. And um, uh, along that route, they also went to um, find out, you know, urban uh, places and rural places as well to uh, conduct their data and they did this over the span of three years and indeed the more urban the bird the higher its cholesterol. Uh, next thing that they did was supplemented the diet um, of the crow population in rural um, Clinton, New York which is way different and it's on the other side of the country and they did um, a high cholesterol a human food Um, to uh, give to those crows and they did it uh, with cheeseburgers and so they you know made big orders to places like McDonald's and did a hundred cheeseburgers at a time which is a huge order and the Clinton uh, area crows which is uh, which were in rural New York um, were the crows that gobbled up you know three burgers a day and the researchers put under 
um, they put them under nesting trees and places like that. And some of the um, adult uh, crows actually were giving the burgers to the nestlings. And uh, some were also eating and storing the cheeseburgers for themselves as food for later. And then um, an another interesting point in all of this information is that, however, um, regardless of their cholesterol levels, urban birds did have lower survival rates than uh, rural birds. The um, second headline is all about mass uh, extinction. And so researchers unearthed new mass extinction um, and you can find out more about it on sciencedaily.com in the science news section. So a team of scientists actually have concluded and found out that Earth um, experienced a previously underestimated a severe mass extinction event. Um, and it's really remarkable and it occurred about 260 million years ago. And it raises the total of major mass extinctions in, in the geologic record as we know of to now six. Then last but not least, the third and last heading for you all is about uh, plastic and or meat and plastic sales are slowly dropping um, according to what a survey finds. And you can look it up more on treehugger.com. The survey was comprised of 65,000 people and they were found um, in the data that uh, Chileans are most environmentally conscious people in the world, so they're the most, um, with 37% of those surveyed trying to find changes in their lives. Now, this is really positive and Chile um, stands apart from other Latin American countries in this regard, um, you know, which together with other Asian countries and stuff, they really showed little to no interest in environmental issues and uh, Western Europe has the highest level of consumer engagement. So that's not too bad, it's just that they are very consumer focused. Now to quote uh, Kantar, the data analytics firm, they, on, they go on to uh, talk a little bit about uh, Europe. So they say, quote, Austria and Germany have the next most concerned shoppers, with Britain not far behind, Kantar said. Predicting that sales of fresh meat in Britain could drop by up to 4% in the next two years if environmentalism keeps spreading. End quote. Now it's via uh, Reuters, uh, the uh, publication. Now, today's uh, source comes from Huffington Post, otherwise known as HuffPost, and it was in the travel section that they had, and I want to get into the reason as to this podcast episode. Now, as we all know, I'm in sixth season, and so, you know, there's sniffles and lots of things to be worried about, especially those who hate germs, always are sick, and kind of want to uh, protect themselves uh, early on and get a jump on what to do and prevent being sick. And uh, one of the ways that people do that is by washing their hands, drinking lots of water, getting fluids in them, covering up, um, and not being around people who are sick. But, you know, what if you, you know, are sick and got sick by something that you didn't really, you know, think of? So, harmlessly, you're washing your hands, but, you know, the water, the water that you're using to wash your hands is contaminated uh, with microbes, with things that are, of course, invisible to see, but you know you know, unbeknownst to you, we'll get you sick. 
Well, that's what happens with airplane water. And in much of the U.S. Uh, airlines today, um, there has been a wide um, range of the different things that can happen uh, depending on the airline that you're on. So some of the uh, water, which I will talk about on some airlines, is um, poorly uh, managed and not disinfected um, in their systems, and it's not um, up to par. And then there are other systems that are amazing, and the water standards are superb. And so I want to uh, give you all that information and uh, some different things that you can go ahead and be aware of so that you don't get sick, um, especially when it comes to your water. We all drink water, we all use water to wash our hands, um, but for those who travel extensively on planes, this is definitely the podcast episode for you, and you know you can pass it on to those who are also flyers, those who travel often and a lot um, during the year. So the topic is, um, I entitled this, the aqua on the airplane will leave you aghast. This data is truly um, amazing in more ways than one for good and bad reasons. Um, and so I'm going to give you the uh, information. Um, the data breakra- breakdown and um, how your airplane airline ranks is what I'm going to start off with first. So the study comes out of Hunter College's um, New York City Food Policy Center and also the not-for-profit organization uh, called Diet Detective. Really cool name, um, and it raises concerns um, about airline uh, water quality, amongst other things. So that was the focus of their um, water quality um, as it relates to airlines in the U.S. So they recently did a 2019 airline water study, and it ranked... Uh, 10 major airlines and 12 regional airlines based on the quality of the galley water. Now, I'm going to get into the 10 major airlines for um, this podcast episode for clarity and also for time. And then I will also um, leave you the link so that you can check out the 12 regional airlines, especially if you go on regional airlines um, in your transportation um, you know, throughout the year. So the short of it all, I'm going to give you that first. So the um, some of the best airlines that had the safest water were uh, Alaska Airlines and also Allegiant Air. They had the safest water. And Hawaiian uh, Airlines also finished number two, so they weren't too bad. They were number two. Yet uh, JetBlue and Spirit Airlines have the worst uh, water. And again, this is all concerning uh, major airlines first. Um, And then there's one exception. So one exception, um, Piedmont Airlines, um, all, it was great. But the uh, other regional airlines, they definitely needed to improve their water safety on board. No questions asked. Um, So the aircraft drinking water rule, which is very important in this information because it is a actual law that was passed um, in 2011, and it's short for the ADWR. It requires that actual airlines, these companies, provide passengers and their own staff and flight crew with safe drinking water. Now, this should be a given, but yet there has to be a law to have this uh, mandated. The um, ADWR went into effect, like I said, in 2011, um, in October to be specific, and actually demands that airlines 
um, provide the drinking water and making it safe and routinely um, are required to disinfect and flush their aircraft water tanks um, as well as test water samples for chloroform bacteria. Um, and then when the airlines uh, find chloroform uh, in the water samples, they have to treat it again, and they must treat it again to determine if it contains E. coli, which no one should have or want in their water in water systems. And yet, if it does have um, E. coli in its system, it is to be shut off um, from the public access to the water system within 24 hours, so a day, and it is to be disinfected and flushed out makes sense uh, it really does and you know it's short and sweet and to the point yet there are so many um, airlines that actually failed their uh, water testing samples um, and it was it was abysmal to just say the least um, you know any of these airlines that you may recognize you know maybe think twice about going on their airlines and definitely bring the uh, wipes and other necessities with you um, so uh, on more about the information, so the study, the 2019 airline water study, which I'm uh, talking about, is um, also a really great uh, study because it finds that the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, um, the nation's um, environmental organization at the federal level, um, and it is, you know, a federal agency is actually responsible for ensuring uh, aircraft drinking water. So the study is calling on the EPA to actually do something about um, this this study and to call upon these airlines to do more. But yet the EPA, uh, not surprisingly, rarely levies um, civil penalties, you know, to any of the airlines that were in violation of the ADWR. Uh, which is extremely unfortunate. And this is um, yet another case of a federal agency not pulling their weight and doing what they're supposed to do, which is protecting us um, citizens. And it really gets me angry because I hear stories and news of this a lot where federal agencies like the EPA and the FDA aren't doing what they're supposed to uh, to the extent that other companies or entities are violating, violating the law and um, it's really shameful because they're supposed to do this. They drink water too. They go on um, flights to the staff at the EPA. You know, they have normal lives. They have lives outside of their work. And they wouldn't want to drink contaminated water with E. coli and, and Staphylococcus and all type of other uh, diseases. Which I don't understand why they're not doing more. But that's a different topic for a different day. Um, the very important thing to do... Um, when it comes to this is to recognize that the study did a wonderful thing and they actually created the, I guess, shame on you award, which may or may not be, be a thing, but they uh, sent one maybe um, as a joke or maybe as a serious thing um, to the EPA and all the um, major airlines that um, did very poorly in the response time when it came to the survey and also the airlines that you know really lacked cooperation and they weren't answering questions um i'll provide the link um to the survey and information and you'll see there are very you know amongst all the airlines um 
and regional airlines too, in the major ones, there were many different airline companies that were slow in getting back and answering the surveys or completing the data um, and had poor representation when it came to a, sports, a spokesperson speaking on behalf of the company. It was just, it just made you think twice about buying a ticket from um, those airline companies. I'll, I'll just say that. And uh, it just, it made me realize that sometimes these companies just don't care and they, and they, they go through so many people per flight and on every fleet, they may check their planes, but yet they don't disinfect seats and it's crowded and they have to, you know, vacuum, vacuum quickly and they have to, you know, do other things and there's no excuses for any of those things. Um, and so they just have to step up their game. Um, so all in all, the EPA didn't answer, you know, any penalty related questions, um, you know, for violating the Water Act that I talked about and um, Spirit, Spirit, Allegiant and Frontier um, actually didn't respond to any questions either. And there were also um, weak responses, very weak responses um, that didn't address the questions um, in the survey at all. So. Um, American, United, and JetBlue, you know, gave very poor answers and were some of the larger um, violators um, of the um, Drinking Water Act, um, the aircraft drinking water rule that I talked about, the ADWR, and um, they did so with many violations in the past seven years. So they've, they've got a lot of work to do. So on to the data. Now, um, again, the data in its entirety is both from major airlines and regional airlines. But again, like I said before, I will cover only the major airlines only and um, the regional airlines will be available. The information will be available on the website. You can look at that also. Um, and also the major airlines are covered on the website, which I get again, I will link um, in the show notes for you all. Um, so regarding the data, first off, they gave um, onboard water health scores, and that's the airline's water health score, and the highest is best, so a number five is the highest rating, and anything close to zero, and it being the lowest, is really poor, and that's not optimal. Um, then in the data is also the aircraft fleet size, then the total ADWR violations, um, the aircraft uh, drinking water um, violations. And then uh, next is the, um, or the, AD, the ADWR is the aircraft drinking water rule, which I've been talking about, ADWR, which I'll refer it to. Um, and then next is the total water samples testing positive for E. coli. And then last thing is the total water samples testing positive for chloroform. Now the first perpetrator um, is Alaska Airlines. Now their onboard water health score was 3.3 out of five. So really good, um, not close to five, but it's, it was almost there. Um, and their aircraft fleet size is 335. Now their total um, ADWR violations from 2012 to 2019 was two. And their average number of uh, ADWR violations per aircraft was 0.01. There are total water samples that were testing positive for E. coli from 2012 to 2019 was one, 
and their total water samples testing positive for chloroform from uh, 2012 to 2019 were 64. Number two is Allegiant. Now their onboard water score, uh, water health score was also um, in the threes, so it was 3.3 as well. Um, and their uh, aircraft fleet size is not 91, so um, a little bit uh, smaller um, than uh, Alaska Air Airlines. And uh, their total ADWR violations from 2012 to 2019 was six, and their average number of ADWR violations per aircraft was 0 0.06. Now, their water samples in total testing positive for E. coli from 2012 to 2019 was two, and they did very well with their um, total water samples testing positive for chloroform from 2012 to 2019 being zero. Number three, Hawaiian Airlines. They scored a little bit lower at 3.1 as having their um, onboard water health score as, and their aircraft fleet size is 57. Now their total ADWR violations from 2012 to 2019 is 25, and their average number of ADWR violations per aircraft was 0.44. Now, the total water samples testing positive for E. coli was great. Um, from the years 2012 to 2019, of course, was zero. And then their total water samples um, testing positive for chloroform, again, from 2012 to 2019, was seven. Um, then um, number four is Frontier Airlines. Now, uh, their onboard water health score was 2.6. Uh, out of five, which is almost um, at the halfway mark, which is, you know, not really good. And their aircraft fleet size is 91. Their total ADWR violations from 2012 to 2019 is 19. And the average number of ADWR violations per aircraft was 0.21. Um, then their uh, total water samples testing positive for E. coli was pretty small. Um, again, in the years of 2012 to 2019 was four. And then their total water samples testing positive for chloroform um, from the years 2012 to 2019 was eight. I'm at the halfway mark, number five, um, with a Southwest Airlines Company. Um, their score was, uh, for their onboard water health score, was 2.4 out of five. And their um, aircraft fleet size is 754. Their total ADWR violations in 2012 to 2019 were uh, 33. And their average number of ADWR violations per aircraft is 0 0.04. Uh, the total water samples testing positive for E. coli in 2012 to 2019 are two and they have a whopping number of total water samples testing positive for chloroform. Again, in the years 2012 to 2019, they have the number as 122. Number six is Delta Airlines. Now this is where things get kind of even more, you know, treacherous and really dangerous because their onboard on water health score isn't even a two, it's a 1.6 out of five. Their aircraft uh, fleet size is 916, 
and their total ADR uh, ADWR violations from 2012 to um, 2019 is 213. It's a ton of violations. We're in the hundreds right now. Um, we we have we were in the hundreds before with Southwest uh, Airlines Co. and it's getting you know worse and worse. So um, again, with Delta uh, Airlines, their uh, aircraft fleet size is 916, and their ADWR violations are again 213. And their average number of ADWR violations per aircraft are, were uh, 0.23. And their total water samples testing positive for E. coli um, in the years 2012 to 2019 were 15. And they had tons of total water uh, samples testing positive for chloroform in the years 2012 to 2019 and they had that count as 359 water samples testing positive number seven is american airlines now american airlines score was 1.5 that's really small but not as small as some of the others which i'll get to really soon so their water score um, was 1.5, and their fleet size is almost 1,000. So they've got 968 planes in their fleet. And their total um, ADWR violations from 2012 to 2019 were 108. Then their average number of ADWR violations per aircraft was 0.11. Now their total water samples testing positive for E. coli in 2012 through 2019 was 23 and yet their total water samples testing positive for chloroform in the years 2012 to 2019 was 660 almost a thousand that's really up there now to number eight I'm almost cleared here uh, United Airlines their onboard water uh, health score was 1.2 we're getting really close to um, some of the you know worst scores. And 1.2 is really low, but there are other ones that go a little bit lower. Um, so again, the 1.2 United Airlines aircraft fleet size is 786, and their total ADWR violations again from 2012 to 2019 is 79. Now the average number of ADWR violations per aircraft is 0.10. And their total water samples testing positive for E. coli in the years 2012 to 2019 is 3. It's really small. And yet their total water samples testing positive for chloroform is 2012 to, from 2012 to 2019 is 205. So that's a little bit lower than some um, of the aircrafts that tested positive for different chloroform. But yet it is still pretty high because it is in the hundreds. Now JetBlue um, is the ninth um, aircraft uh, major airline and um, their onboard water health score is one. Yes, we've reached one, the lowest and most horrible score again out of five on the list. And their aircraft fleet size is 254 and their total ADWR violations uh, from 2012 to 2019 is 350. 54 violations. The average number of ADWR violations per aircraft is 1.40, so a little bit um, over one. And then their total water samples testing positive for E. coli in 2012 to 2019 is nine, so really small. 
and uh, comparatively, their total water samples testing positive for chloroform in 2012 to 2019 is 144. So last but not least, the uh, well, least in their health score, the last uh, one on our list is Spirit Airlines. Many of you may have known about them or uh, ridden on their planes. Their onboard uh, water health score was also um, a one, and their aircraft fleet size is 135. Their total ADWR violations from 2012 to 2019 is 193, and the average number of ADWR violations per aircraft is 1.43. Their uh, total water samples testing positive for E. coli in 2012 to 2019 was one, so really small, yet their uh, other total water samples testing positive for chloroform um, in 2012 to 2019 was 31. So really small, um, but yet they um, are really different in some ways, mainly because their water score is really low, and yet their uh, different samples for things that tested positive um, were not too, too high. Um, so if you would like more information, again, on the uh, research and the study, further reading, um, research resources, I have you covered. So I get, again, I will link the um, website and the study in the show notes and also the um, links and documents and definitions and other um, informational resources for you all to check out as well. Those will be um, linked in the show notes too. So, you know, as you can see, that was a lot of data, very eye-opening, easy to follow, and I loved, um, you know, checking out all of it. And um, it was really just key to just read all of it. And, you know, you'll be surprised because a lot of those airlines, they operate through other airlines or are subsidiaries of other um, bigger companies. And, you know, just all in all for the data, um, charter and cargo airlines were excluded from the data. Um, so that wasn't really present there. Now I want to leave you with some notable quotables before I move on. So from the policies, uh, the food policy center, executive director and diet detective founder, Charles Platkin on, um, ADWR water violations, um, and you know, how many companies are, you know, paying, um, to break the law in a sense, he, you know, leaves us with a quote. So quote, we need to make sure violations have penalties and costs that make airlines want to comply. We should tighten up the rules and add more tests to determine aircraft water quality, quote, he said. And then also, quote, it's not just an ick factor, there are public health concerns, end quote. So all in all, I really enjoyed, um, you know, researching this topic because it's a little bit different from, I guess, the norm um, or the topics that I usually cover. And I don't think fall is necessarily the time that people vacation or want to explore 
or go vacationing in different places. But, you know, people still do travel for business or have their own uh, business that they travel, you know, to and from for. And we should all really know, you know, where our water on airplanes is going and coming from and if it's clean or not. And, you know, I want to know who drinks airplane water. Like, that's disgusting. I don't know who, who, who does it, but, you know, I wouldn't trust water that doesn't come from you know, a, a different source that has to be clean. Instead, it's in the water, it's in the air, and there are hundreds, if not thousands of people, um, you know, every week, you know, maybe every day that use those planes. And I don't trust the staff disinfects it and does their job because then the water would, you know, be in that shape. Now, you know, their sinks are really, really small. And it's like, their sinks are so small and their bathrooms are kind of smelly, and yet their water is so dirty. Like, why is this not being addressed? Um, there are people who, you know, work in the airplane industry, all those who do. I'd love to hear what you encounter. All those who have um, friends or family who, you know, live in the sky, so to speak. You know, what do you um, interact with when it comes to um, people who fly? Like, how does the bathroom get so much of a bad rap that people just don't know that this water is dirty? You know, if this study hadn't come out, would we have ever checked on it? Would the violations um, of the uh, water rule, would those be um, still going on? Like there are so many, there are probably more hundreds of um, airlines and, and airline fleets to be addressed and to be spoken with. And for those that were in our in the study, um, I think that they should be put on blast. I think that there should be like almost a mass exodus from some of those airlines because those scores were atrocious. Not not some of the ones that were in the threes and, and fours, etc., but the ones that were ones, literally some of the lowest scores almost. It's frightening to think about. You know, you're 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 you could be washing your hands with that water and getting sick the next day and you have to put your trip on pause or go back home because you're sick because of a an error in the ways of cleanliness and hygiene from the airplane staff, from those who run the airline. You know, I bet you the, the millionaires and billionaires of the airline, they're not drinking uh, E. coli tainted water. Their families aren't suffering. But yet the people who are riding on their airplanes and servicing them and, you know, lining their pockets are, you know, who are hitting. I I want to know more about, you know, research that could have covered the other airlines that could have been studied and also airlines from other countries. So um, that would be something that I wanted to see more of. And also if there's a correlation, which there could be, between better airlines, more exclusive, more um, luxurious airlines, and uh, having better quality water. Um, you know, my favorite airlines, I don't really have too many, but I have flown on some of those um, airlines like Delta Airlines um, before they were infamous for their racially charged incidents, of course. I also flew on JetBlue and Spirit Airlines. This was years back. And, you know, I haven't flown on them since. Haven't really felt the need to, and um, there's better service in other airlines, of course. And I'd like to maybe shoot for international airlines and other planes, uh, such like that. 
Now there's a few key takeaways and one of them being to never drink uh, airplane water ever, um, either unbottled or sink water, anything like that. And to always um, drink um, other things. So stick to bottled things uh, or things that you carry on the plane, maybe in a reusable container or one that is um, emptied, um, but yet you can fill it with a um, bottled water that you knowingly opened and you can see that you opened it. Um, and again, other drinks like your unbottled tea or coffee, be wary of those because again, those could uh, have um, harmful um, things in them as well. And then um, just to be, you know, on the safe side, any airplane staff that you encounter that's maybe opening a container for you, make sure that you can see it within your eyesight and it's not uh, tampered with or, um, you know, things like that. And you're probably going to be a-okay if they, you know, open their container or your container in front of you uh, to, you know, have that drink going. So um, that is all for my thoughts on uh, airplane water and the news and study that we uh, went ahead and covered. And so I'm going to proceed with some uh, helpful resources um, in the Mother Earth Minutes for you so you can get on uh, with um, being healthy when it comes to your water and being disinfected and not having to worry about germs. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the Mother Earth Minutes is where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and also save Mother Earth. Now for the message in today's Mother Earth Minutes, um, it comes from a, a really great site called Water Benefits Health and according to them, Uh, Pollution of surface water is a problem for over half of our planet's population and each year 250 million documented cases of waterborne diseases are documented with roughly 5 to 10 million deaths. So think about that. All because of waterborne diseases caused by pathogens and viruses that we cannot see, we are getting sick and over half of the planet's population is really suffering from things like um, surface water being polluted. That's just one of the um, ways um, and, and things that are affected by um, dirty water, our surfaces, where we get our water. So um, I think it's important to be healthy when it comes to yourself, getting those precautions in um, in remembering them. Um, I love, you know, using my eco-friendly Uh, hand sanitizer and so I'm going to give you 16 different uh, options to choose from so that you know uh, which ones work for you and uh, I will also link them in the uh, podcast uh, description in the show notes or I should say the the show notes not the podcast description Um, and so you have all the information there 
So the first hand sanitizer is the Clean Well uh, Natural Foaming Hand Sanitizer and uh, their website is cleanwelltoday.com. Um, they also have their Clean Well Botanical Hand Sanitizing Wipes and Clean Well is made with a patented formulation of uh, thyme oil. And uh, Cleanwell's active ingredient is biodegradable, so it's really safe. And it breaks down quickly and completely without upsetting the natural balance of the ecosystem. And Cleanwell is certified cruelty-free and is not tested on animals. And Cleanwell is tested at a top U.S. independent microbiology lab. The uh, next and second hand sanitizer, which is eco-friendly, is the Baby Gannix alcohol-free foaming hand sanitizer and it's fragrance-free also and you can check them out at uh, babyganix.com. Baby Gannix hand sanitizer has plant-derived ingredients which will of course keep your hands germ-free on the go and they kill 99.9% of germs in as little as 15 seconds. Number three is the um, Everyone Hand Natural um, Hand Sanitizer Spray. You can check them out at um, eoproducts.com forward slash collections forward slash hand dash sanitizer. And they are cruelty free, certified gluten free, non-GMO, synthetic fragrance free, and also EWG verified, which is the environmental working group. They are also um, want to have products that are always triclosan free. Um, and bisoconium chloride-free, cruelty-free, um, gluten-free, um, some of the things I mentioned. They're also GMO-free and synthetic color and dye-free. Also synthetic fragrance-free and, of course, made with love in California. And uh, number four is Purell's Advanced um, Hand Sanitizer with Plant-Based Alcohol. I love that um, hand sanitizer and that's one I personally use and I use a really small like I think less than four ounce one it's really cute and I'm um, adorable to just carry around and I use it and their website is um, www.purell um, with two L's so p-u-r-e-l-l.com forward slash naturals forward slash and they are eco logo and USDA certified bio based. Now, Purell is committed to making the world a better place, of course, and so that's why Purell Advanced uh, Hand Sanitizer Naturals is formulated with 93% bio-based ingredients, um, including 100% naturally renewable ethanol. Number five is Dr. Bronner's uh, Hand uh, Sanitizer Spray, and you can check them out at their website as well. And number six is the Honest Company, their hand sanitizer. Uh, you can check them out at the Honest Company, uh, the Honest or Honest.com. Uh, number seven is Puracy Natural Foaming Hand Sanitizer. You can check them out at Puracy.com. Um, next is number eight, the All Day uh, Long Lasting Hand Sanitizer Spray. At, you can check them out at uh, AllDayProtect.com. Number 10 is EO a Hand Cleansing Natural Fiber Wipes. So this is some wipes for you. And they have a 210 uh, wipe account tub. And you can check them out at um, eoproducts.com. That's E like the letter and then O and then products.com. 
Number 10 is Enfresh. They're uh, smooth, they're soothing, lavender, uh, naturally derived hand wipes are amazing. And they have really great uh, things on their website. So you can check them out at Enfresh, E-N-Freshbrands.com. Number 11 is Care Touch Alcohol Free uh, Hand Sanitizer Wipes. And you can check out them at caretouchusa.com. Next is number 12 at um, their website, which is also another EO uh, hand sanitizer spray, but it's in gel form um, also. And they have that going there at their website, eoproducts.com. Number 13 is Mrs. Uh, Myers hand sanitizer. You can check them out at Mrs. Uh, Myers.com, M-R-S, Myers, M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Number 14 is Hand Sand Organic Hand Cleanser. You can find them on uh, somewhere like Amazon, which is where I found their link. Number 15 is Hands to Go, alcohol-free natural hand sanitizer. You can find out more about them on the website, www.waterjourney.com. And then last but not least is number 16, um, Art Naturals Natural Hand Sanitizer Gel. And you can find out them um, and their products um, on artnaturals.com. Now my second tip is to avoid tap water and ice, of course, when you are traveling on somewhere like a plane. And then the third and last tip is to avoid coffee and hot tea like I talked about. Um, And so with the water, it may not, um, of course, reach high enough temperatures to kill germs. Um, And that's from today, the news source. And then today, uh, the news um, source um, and channel and program and also states that elevation alters um, liquid boiling point, so you should, ha- you should definitely watch out for um, using coffee and hot tea while traveling on airplanes. fact of the day is that emissions of the powerful greenhouse gas methane from ammonia fertilizer plants are 100 times greater than what's reported by the industry. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra magazine in the September-October 2019 issue. Green Adults wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field, in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. company spotlight is where of course i review all types of environmentally related products or services and i'd love for you to of course get your ideas out there about them and so i have a really awesome uh, product to talk about 
And as you know, I've been reviewing products for some time now, since February 2019. And I love, love, love all the products that I talk about, services as well. And so I do, you know, a lot when it comes to, you know, doing great, you know, job of sourcing some of these things and finding them. And I really hope that you enjoy um, the one I'm going to talk about now. So the latest one is from uh, Carol's Daughter. And so it's one that I think is really great. And if you've heard of this company, be sure to let me know. Carol's Daughter is a Black-owned natural hair brand founded by Miss Lisa Price in 1993. Uh, Miss Lisa Price appeared on Oprah in 2002, and things have continued to peak from there and have not ceased. Carol's Daughter products are found in more than 30,000 stores nationwide in 2016, and as of then, and in 2017, as a pioneer of the natural hair care renaissance, Carol's Daughter makes history um, by being a first on exhibit in the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. To quote the founder, Quote, in 1993, encouraged by my mother, Carol, I began creating high-quality products made with love in my Brooklyn kitchen. As family and friends experienced how these products transformed their hair and skin, I knew that I was on to something good. I needed a name for my company, so I made a list of everything I was and everything I wanted to be and realized the most special thing that I am is Lisa, Carol's daughter. End quote. And that again was from Lisa Price, Miss Lisa Price, um, Carol's daughter founder. Now, the products of uh, Carol's daughter consist of many, many things, and they vary widely, but she uh, has created many, many things, um, including hair, body, and skincare products. And um, their hair products uh, service all types of hair, including straight, wavy, curly hair, coily and tightly curled hair, damaged hair, dry hair, frizzy hair, thin and fine hair, and also, of course, natural hair. And their hair care collection includes 14 different ones, and their body and skin care collections have names like Almond Cookie, Gardenia, uh, Ocean Flowers, Pomegranate Rose, among others. Now, to check out the press surrounding Carol's Daughter among the many years that it's been um, in existence, check out their website, www.carolsdaughter.com forward slash customer dash service forward slash the press dot html. Be sure to catch up with Carol's Daughter's customer service and their hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Their phone number is 877-540-2101. You can also mail them at Carol's Daughter Consumer Products Division of L'Oreal US S-D Inc. And they're at 10 Hudson Yards, New York, New York, zip code 10001. Now I want to give you a little bit of my experience of their uh, products, mainly their shampoos and conditioners. I love a good shampoo. Um, I don't use too much conditioner nowadays because my hair doesn't really need it. So a good hair oil will do. And I love the fact that they put their all in things like their hair oil 
and they've been growing and being so prosperous. I love their packaging. I love their nourishing ingredients. And the fact that they put so much into their collections is just amazing. You know, they've been endorsed by tons of celebrities and I still have their pomade, uh, which I fell in love with because it is just so smell good, nourishing, great ingredients that you can, of course, um, you know, pronounce. And there's not really anything bad I have to say about Carol's daughter. And I love that she is a black woman doing big things. And she has been for a long time. I'm so proud um, to have told you about Carol's daughter. Carol's Daughter can be found online at carolsdaughter.com, amazon.com, CVS Pharmacy, ebay.com, HSN, JCPenney Salon, and limited uh, places, uh, Carrie Beauty, that's K-I-R-E-I Beauty, Rite Aid, Sally Beauty, Target, Ulta, Walgreens, Walmart, and as well as other fine stores online and in stores across the country where available. Carol's Daughter is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Carol's Daughter, Instagram at Carol's Daughter, all one word, all lowercase, LinkedIn also at Carol's Daughter, Pinterest, same thing, Carol's Daughter, Twitter at Carol's Daughter, and lastly, YouTube at Carol's Daughter. Last thing for you is if you would continue to go ahead and like to contact uh, Carol's Daughter, you can of course go to their website, Carol's Daughter, that's www.carolsdaughter.com and then click contact us under customer service at the bottom of the webpage uh, to fill out their message form. All right. So thank you for tuning in and listening to today's podcast episode, Um, especially if you, you know, found out some really great tidbits, especially about um, how to sanitize yourselves and be ready and have different, you know, packs going on when it comes to um, your sanitizing options, because we all know that, you know, airplane water when it comes to sanitizing is not ideal at all. Um, and you could definitely get yourself sick. So if you love airplane airplanes and you don't really like flying, um, you know, in water, that's not really good to, you know, use or drink, you know, then this podcast episode is definitely for you. Or if you're a germaphobe or a diagnosed hypochondriac, either one, either way, this podcast episode is for you too. So be sure to share the information and make sure that your loved ones and friends and other family members are safe and secure and they're not sick especially if they love traveling so that ends today's uh, podcast episode so i'd love you all i'd love for you all to um you know be able to tune in to my next podcast episode coming t- soon um i love you all for you know listening continually and you know doing really well Um, And, you know, just being really encouraging. And I love that you guys, um, you know, listen to my, you know, thoughts and the information is out here um, that I provide. And it really means a lot, truly. And um, I don't say it enough, but I I want to a ton of the time. And I'm really happy that I get to do this. And I love, you know, giving this information and uh, the voice messages I love when, you know, I get those back and, you know, feedback and everything. And so 
I want for you all to be safe and secure um, this season so that you don't get sick. So until next time, you all take care and be well. Bye. Thank you.